Hello, welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once there, you can access our Facebook page, Baby Boomer Tales, or click the link, My Book, and it puts you into a preview of our book, Got a Job, and it will offer you several ways if you would like to purchase it, either Kindle or paperback, I do believe. Baby Boomers were born between 1946 and 1964. On May 8, 1945, Germany surrendered to the Allies of World War II. The armistice was August 14, 1945, VJ Day, which actually ended World War II, and then Japan formally surrendered September 2, 1945. Nine months later, May 14th, nine months after Armistice Day, babies started popping out everywhere. There's definitely a boom to our population in the United States, and it is what started the baby boomer generation. May 14th, 1946 is the date that my fictional character Homer Cates from Cates General Store that we do here was born. Both he and his wife Katie were born May 14, 1946, and they really are the face and the voice of Baby Boomer Tales here. Besides me, Homer has made the most appearances of anybody. On July 26, 1946, the first underwater test of the atomic bomb near Bikini Atoll in the Pacific Ocean happened. That may seem very monumental and very famous, but what we've taken out of that whole incident more than anything is that itsy bitsy teensy weensy bikini. October 16, 1946, the United Nations first meeting was in Long Island. December 5, 1946, President Truman establishes the President's Committee on Civil Rights. It was to protect the civil rights of American citizens. Dolly Parton was born January 19, 1946, and Jackie, the MGM Lion, died on February 26, 1946. Remember that lion on the big screen letting out that mighty roar? April 1st, 1947, Jackie Robinson signs to play baseball with the Brooklyn Dodgers. September 26, 1947, the U.S. Air Force is made a separate branch of the military. I know my dad was in the Army Air Force or the Army Air Corps, and this may explain why the Army and the Navy have Air Corps to this day instead of everything being put under the Air Force. September 27, 1947, Walt Disney Productions made their ninth feature film titled Fun and Fancy Free. This is monumental because this was the last time Walt used his voice for Mickey Mouse. October 14, 1947, Air Force test pilot Captain Chuck Yeager first broke the speed of sound. On almost the opposite end of that spectrum, November 2nd, 1947, in California, Howard Hughes flies the Spruce Goose for eight minutes. 
It's the only time the spruce goose flew. It was the largest fixed winged airplane ever built. Notable birth in 1947, April 12th, David Letterman was born. A notable death in 1947, April 7th, Henry Ford died. February 21st, 1948, NASCAR was founded at the Streamline Hotel in where else but Daytona Beach, Florida. March 17th, 1948, the Hells Angels were founded in California. May 14th, 1948, United States of America recognizes Israel as a country. June 11th, 1948, the first monkey astronaut, I did say that correctly, the first monkey astronaut, his name was Albert I, he was launched into space. November 2nd, 1948, Democrat Harry Truman defeats Republican Thomas E. Dewey and Strom Thurmond of the party nicknamed Dixiecrat for the presidency of the United States. A notable birth of 1948, May 26, Stevie Nicks was born. For all you males that used to have a lot of testosterone, you don't even have to ask twice who Stevie Nicks is. Notable death, August 16, 1948, Babe Ruth died. 1949, January 17, 1949, the Volkswagen Beetle arrives in the United States. They brought a 1948 model over and nobody, absolutely nobody, was interested. The man had to sell it at a discount price just to make enough money for his return trip to Germany. The VW chairman said that the Beetle had no future in America after two models of the 1949 year were sold in America. Two models all year long. The Volkswagen Beetle goes on to become the greatest automobile phenomenon in American history. June 24, 1949. The first TV Western, Hopalong Cassidy, airs on NBC. June 29, 1949. The last U.S. troops withdraw from South Korea. Just a footnote here. The very next year, in 1950, United States troops went back into South Korea as the Korean War had started. Notable birth in 1949, January 10th, 1949, George Foreman. I'm sure his folks looked at him and said, this boy's gonna be one tough kid and sell a whole bunch of grills and name all of his children after himself. George Foreman, what a great character. What a wonderful, powerful boxer. October 23rd, 1949. Here's a notable death. Almanzo Wilder died. He was half Pint's husband, Laura Ingalls Wilder. We may know both of them from Little House on the Prairie. Possibly you or your children or your grandchildren have read those series of books. The years following the end of World War II this nation boomed economically as well as with children. It was good times in the United States, even though we had the Korean War that cropped up and we were all worried about the Iron Curtain and the Red Curtain. 
There'll never be another time in history as the late 40s and the early 1950s. And we will visit the 1950s one of these days. I just didn't have time to do both 1946 through 49 plus the 1950s on this episode. The names of the generations of living Americans are as follows. The Greatest Generation, 1901 through 1927. These are the men and women that fought World War II and rescued us from all that was bad and that was taken over Europe and the rest of the world so rapidly. The Silent Generation, 1928 through 1945. These are the men and women that fought in the Korean War. Baby Boomers, 1946 through 1964, and we all know about Vietnam. Generation X, 1965 through 1980. This is where many of us baby boomers, our children were born. My two girls were born in this generation. Millennials, 1981 through 1997. Generation Z, 1998 through 2010. And the newest one, the Generation Alpha, started in 2011 and will run through 2025. After World War II, there was a boom like no other this nation has ever seen. We had, of course, the population boom that we've been speaking about today, where so many of us were born especially the early boomers. Between 1946 and about 1955, there were millions and millions of us born. And this created an economic boom like no other also. The building of housing to keep up with all these people, schools for all the new kids, shopping malls for all the money that's being made, had to have somewhere to spend it. And they built all this stuff pretty much in suburbia because of the great migration from the cities to the suburbs. Well, baby boomers were not babies forever. Like anybody, they grew up. And as we got older, we influenced a lot of things. I'll just use one example, and that is the music. If you don't think we changed music forever and ever, then you're living in a time warp somewhere with Glenn Miller. If you don't believe me, ask my friend Bob Dylan, or better yet, Ask old Sergeant Pepper. He'll look over and have someone in the Lonely Hearts Club band give you an answer. Maybe it'll be old Lucy. She's up there with diamonds. There's one more generation in the Western world that was named, but chances of anybody still living from that generation are slim to none. That is called the Lost Generation. The years were 1883 through 1900. This generation went through the Spanish influenza and the Great War, the war to end all wars, World War I. I'd like to go through generations of my family real quickly here to try to tie up everything today. And it's following my father's and his father's and his father's side of my family. We'll start in the year 1649, and when I give the date, it is the year Grandpa was born, not the year they were married. Johann married Anna. Johann was born in Germany and died in Germany. In 1678, 
Andres married Anna. He was born in Germany and he died in Pennsylvania. So this was my first great-grandfather, however many greats I'm supposed to put behind the first great, that came to America. 1716, Jacob married Mary. Jacob was born in New York and died in North Carolina. 1758, Johannes married Anna. And this grandfather here actually changed his last name, the spelling of it. Maybe made it a little bit more Americanized. I'm not sure, but it did change at him. He was born in Pennsylvania, died in North Carolina. 1795, Johann, he married Elizabeth, born in North Carolina, died in Missouri. 1824, and this is the first one I had ever heard anything about until I got into genealogy. Joseph married Elizabeth, born in North Carolina, died in Indiana. 1860, James, he married Delitha. He was born in Indiana and died in Indiana. 1889, Earl. He married Edna. He was born in Indiana and died in New Mexico. 1913, my dad, Donald, married Maxine. Born in Indiana, died in Colorado. 1950, that's the year I was born. My name's James, but I like to go by Jim. I married Kim, born in Colorado, and I'm not dead yet. I didn't put either one of my daughters there because it looks like, as far as on my line, my last name will peter out here with me. I've got a couple brothers that have sons, but my line, as far as the name, runs out. But my line will not run out. I have six grandchildren. Family is a very important thing. Perhaps you have a picture somewhere of three, four, possibly five generations all together sitting there looking at the camera. Little piece of your family history right there. Family is a precious thing. No matter how splintered you may think it is. No matter the troubles and the heartaches and whatever goes along with living in this world. I do believe family is the most precious gift God gave to mankind besides his son, Jesus Christ. It's a very good thing. And if you don't have family, just look around you. They're all around. They do not have to share your last name or your blood or your history to be family. That has been proven time and time again throughout the history of man. So smile a little and know that somewhere, somehow, some way, we're all interrelated. Our lives are interlocked in this experience we call life. Always be kind wherever you go, whoever you're with, whatever the circumstance. It's the high road. It's the high road indeed. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out.